the Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks, have won again. They are undefeated, and they have the best record in the National Hockey League. Oh my gosh, the Ducks have the best record in the league uh, in, in, in the preseason, folks. The Ducks have the best record in, in the preseason. Let's slow our roll. But the Ducks have the best record for now in the preseason. Yeah. <laughs> we'll overreact. I'm kidding. We'll talk about that on this episode of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome, everyone, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of TLOPN or Tilopin. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, right there. There we go. Yep, there we go, right there. My Twitter's at StimpyJD. Show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. I'm a little more than excited. Can you tell? Just a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, which is going away soon, (laughs) ad-free on Amazon, YouTube. Check us out there. Also, I'm the public address announcer for the Coachella Valley Firebirds and soon-to-be PA announcer for a certain game at Acrosure Arena. Yeah, you're on a Heim Ducks. Ooh, I can't wait. But you know what I'm really excited about? Okay, so... Last season, well, really the last four seasons, I've covered a not-so-good team. I'm entering my fifth se- This is year five of me hosting Locked on Ducks. There has not been a lot to be excited about, not even during previous preseasons. I mean, last preseason, the Ducks won, they like, three games. They, they were, you know, in last year's preseason. Year before that, they were also kind of feh during the preseason you know, whatever. Year before that, there wasn't even a preseason because, you know, pandemic and all that jazz. <sighs> Only the first year that I covered the team on preseason were they actually kind of decent. But there has not been a lot to cheer about. Let me be excited, okay? <laughs> let let me have this false hope because the Ducks have actually won three games in a row. The last time... The Ducks have won three games in a row. You have to go back, not last season, the year before that. Not even last year during the preseason did they win three in a row. Last All of last season, their longest winning streak was two. Let me repeat that. Their longest winning streak was two. One, two. That was it. And now they've won three in a row. So, yes, I'm going to let myself be a little bit excited on a podcast because I haven't felt excited about anything in a while. I will peel back the curtain. For me, this has been a cruel summer. Yes, I'm quoting a Taylor Swift song, but it really has. Um, you know, with the car accident, with the injury stemming from that, you know, this show was chugging along. Then I had that major accident right in the middle of the Calder Cup finals. Um, you know, I had trouble breathing. That sucked. Uh, my aunt passed away very suddenly, very tragically. 
that happened. And just as I was going to start to get back to the swing of things last month, I wind up having a very infectious virus, that isn't COVID, and was out for, like, I was contagious for about three and a half weeks. That's almost a whole month. I mean, I don't wish that on even my worst enemy. So for me to actually be excited about something, especially Ducks hockey, it has been a while, okay? Last night's win against the Sharks again. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying the Sharks stink. (laughs) They're bad. I picked the Sharks to have the worst record in the Pacific Division, okay? Let me just get that out there. The Ducks were supposed to be, you know, bottom two. And right there, you would have had the Sharks, you know, bottom. So are the Ducks, like, good now? Like, are they actually good? (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. No, they're not. They're not yet. Not yet. As I've said before, have patience. I can't help but be a little bit excited. You know, we've heard sweetness three consecutive times. Yeah, that song has grown on me big time. I mean, it's easy to say, oh, the Ducks are good now. They No, they're, no, let's not kid ourselves. I, I'm going to be the voice of reason here. Look, look, the Ducks aren't, the Ducks aren't like that good yet. I mean, the Sharks are bad. <laughs> That's part of it. The Sharks are that bad. But the Ducks are showing some kind of promise. So the Ducks are not good now. But a lot of these youngsters getting some quality ice time and a lot of the youngins actually contributing in a big way. The Ducks aren't good now, but they will be. They will absolutely be good soon. They're giving me a little bit more hope that maybe this rebuild can begin to take form and begin to accelerate. And now we can maybe see the fruits of the labor from GM Pat Verbeek and we can see what this new coaching staff does. That's what I'm most excited about. What is this new staff going to do? Well, we're seeing the signs. Big time. (laughs) I've mentioned Sam Carrick as being the veteran presence. But, you know, Olin Zellweger, who has really shown himself to be a key person. Oh, and by the way, the Ducks are the only team, I think, the only team in preseason that hasn't given up a point. They're 3-0-0. Yeah, they're the only... Actually, no, them and the Dallas Stars, are think I think, are the only teams that have not lost a game. No, I take that back. Um, I think Carolina's also there. But, hey, good sign. Also, technically, the Blackhawks, but they haven't played a preseason game yet, so that doesn't count. But they're not they're not good yet. But Pavel Mintyakov, show me a little bit something on this game. He looks pretty good. Olin Zellweger, he's looked pretty good, too. I like him a lot. How about Brett Leeson? Brett Leeson, who I mentioned previously, he's not really like a super young player, but he is still only 24, and he only has been in the league a couple of seasons. Maybe he will actually break out and score double-digit points. Yeah, his career high for points in the season is 9. Yeah, maybe he'll beat that this season. One can hope. So, 
all these youngins starting to come together. The Ducks aren't good now, but they will be soon. And they can be a good team, maybe sooner rather than later. Yeah. No, really. They'll be good. I No, they'll be good. I promise. I pro- Okay, I'm going to look right at you. All right? Right at y'all. The Ducks are going to be good. Mark my word. I want to make a silly prediction right now. I think the Ducks could possibly make the playoffs next season. 2024-2025. I think the trajectory that they could be on if things go well, they could be a team that could make some noise next season. But we have to go through another year of pain to get there. So I just need to preface the hope for the future with this other thing that it might be another long season. And given some of the signs that we saw in this last game against the Sharks, there could be some moments where we say, oh, this could be a really long season again. And I'll talk more about the game on our next segment. But I just wanted to get that out just let out the joy and feel something that I haven't felt on this podcast in a long, long, long time. <sighs> We're going to head to the first intermission. I'm going to talk more in depth about the game. Maybe, uh, maybe a sign for concern. But we'll get to that on the other side. But first, let's talk about DoorDash. So, you know, I had my maple water yesterday maybe you need some maple syrup for your pancakes or maybe you like waffles i like waffles that's me i am team waffles over team pancakes <gasps> controversy anyway maybe you ran out of some maple syrup or maybe you need some milk to go with those waffles so maybe you want some syrup to go with your waffles then head over to doordash grocery yeah that's a fairly new app Maybe you're hurt, maybe you're sick, and you need some groceries delivered to you. Well, you can trust DoorDash to deliver your groceries that actually delivers as well. And there's a plethora of grocery stores to choose from. For those of you in SoCal, maybe you want to check out the nearest Stater Brothers. Maybe you can go to the nearest Trader Joe's. You know, that's all possible with DoorDash Grocery. So right now... Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKED at checkout. Limited time offer, exclusions, and terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal. And zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED. Where was this when I was sick? Where was this when I was, you know quarantining for three and a half weeks anyway once again don't forget that's code locked for half off your first order with doordash yeah check them out welcome back to locked on anaheim ducks um you know part of the locked on podcast network i'm your unhinged for now host jason jd hernandez Oh my god, I haven't said this in over a year. No, it's been like 17 months. No, hold on. Not at all last year. No. 
the last time they had a three-game winning streak was before the All-Star break. Because last season, their longest streak was to... In fact, I'm going to do a little bit of research. I think I'm remembering this correctly. I know for a fact that they had a crappy season last year. So I'm going to cheat a little bit and do some live research just to make sure that I'm actually correct on this. I'm fairly sure I am. Okay, so going back to last year's schedule, their longest streak. Oh God, this is this is bad. This is this is stinky. Um, so they did in fact win. Oh, that doesn't count. Okay, that one does. So they did have a three-game winning streak last season. Oh, they were already eliminated by then. This was in February. That doesn't count. No, that shouldn't count. Ah, so I got to go back. So they've had it happen last season. Not often. The last time the Ducks actually had a substantial winning streak. You got to go back. Oh, God. I was right. It was before the All-Star break last year. Remember when the Ducks were actually in first place for a while in the Pacific? Back in 2021? Remember those glorious three months? The Ducks won eight games in a row November of 2021. They haven't had a longer streak past three since then. So if the Ducks win their game, ooh, 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 if they win their game at Pachanga Arena on Friday, I might be a little bit more unhinged over the weekend. And if they win a fifth consecutive game at Akrasher, then you know what, guys? You know what, folks? I will record from Akrasher Arena. Actually, I'm probably going to record from there anyway. But I'll record from there. If they win five in a row, I will let myself be unhinged. And I will try to get someone with me on the podcast. I got to try. So, anyway, back to that game. There is one sign that did concern me. And that's that the Ducks allowed a whopping 49 shots. The Ducks allowed over 40 shots. The Ducks allowed almost 50 shots. Sound familiar? (laughs) But you know what? They got the win. (laughs) They got the win. Because Lukas Dostal bailed them out again. As my buddy John Broadbent from Defend the Nest likes to say, the bakery is closed. He stopped 47 of 49 shots. That's a whopping save percentage. That's just below a 960 save percentage. Yeah, I can do quick math there. What of it? So yeah, it was like a 959 save percentage. It's 960 if it was 48 out of 50. 960 because quick math, but it's just one shot under that. So 959. Either way, Dostal was brilliant. Again, it's like I'm a broken record that the Ducks allowed a plethora of shots. It's like I'm a broken record when I say that Lukash Dostal is an NHL goalie. It's like I'm a broken record when I say that Lukash Dostal belongs in the league and should get more credit than he deserves. I can't believe the Ducks signed Alex Stalock. I get it. That's a fine pickup. And Stalock would be good as a backup for John Gibson, who is still an Anaheim Duck. I get that for now. (gasps) But good lord, let Lukash Dostal loose with the Ducks. 
For what it's worth, maybe we'll see Dostal for one more season in San Diego because he is still waivers exempt for one more season. And then he will no longer be waivers exempt. So uh, bye-bye waivers going back and forth. Okay, fine. But I think this will be Dostal's final year in San Diego, which means the goals will be good. But look at all the other guys. Pavel Minchikov scored finally. I mentioned Brett Leeson. I'm going to give credit to Olin Zellweger, who was terrific throughout this game. He was good defensively. He was good on the blocked shots. He drove puck possession on this one. He was solid. So do I think Olin Zellweger should get some more playing time this preseason? Absolutely, yes. Mintikov, yeah, give him more time. How about Chase DeLeo? <laughs> Number 69, yeah. The La Mirada native scored a goal. Sorry, I'm going to refer to him as La Mirada native Chase DeLeo. Just like LA King, sorry, Los Angeles Kings fans call their pride and joy Thousand Oaks native Trevor Moore. I'm going to say La Mirada native Chase DeLeo. That's what's up. Gauthier also looked good, by the way, on this one. So a lot of these young guys looking solid so far. And I'm just going to say it. Let the kids play. You're going to hear me saying that a lot again this season, folks. Let the kids play. No, really, they're good. The ducks are the ducks are pretty good right now. Hopefully they don't come crashing down to earth against the Los Angeles Kings. I'm kind of hoping that one goes into overtime just because it would be fun to have overtime at Pachanga Arena and you know, give my buddy Callan some grief on that one. He'll have fun. He will have fun with that one. I'll I'll be sure to message him. Anyway, we're going to head into the second intermission. I got to talk about the toughness and the grit on this game. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We'll get to that on the other side. Anyway, welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. What if the Ducks actually win five in a row this preseason? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be fun. It's been a while. So, let's talk about... Some of that toughness, some of that grit, whether good or bad, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, let's start with Radko Gudas um, in the third period. So the Ducks were already winning 4-2 to two against the Baby Sharks. Um, Gudas, <laughs> oh, bless his heart. He tried to get into the face of Tristan Robbins and actually went a little bit unhinged. Gudas went a little bit feral on that one, to be honest, and just let... It's rip. You know what? The Ducks have been missing that kind of toughness since they traded away Nick Delorier to the Minnesota Wild. It's It's been a while. But it was kind of fun to watch. Maybe the Ducks will have some kind of toughness to help protect Trevor Zegras, to help protect a bunch of other guys. So yeah. Part of me liked it. Um, what I did not like was that late hit. You know, very very late in the game. That 
that I didn't like so much. And it, and it was a late hit. And the puck was already gone. Um, it was a play from Alex Kalorn. So I, I do want to talk about this. It's hard for me to defend Alex Kalorn when it was a late hit with only a minute and a half left in the game and there was an empty net. That, I felt, was a little bit unnecessary. And I think, you know, part of that had to do with the, like, chaos that ensued with nine and a half minutes left. And that happened, like, the first part happened because Dostal got run over. Like, he got run over by Tristan Robbins. So that's why I liked what Gudas did. I liked what he did because Robbins ran Dostal. And the Ducks players were pissed. Zach Cashin, he was ticked off. Brock McGinn, he was ticked off. Radko Gudas, he went feral. He wanted to really let Tristan Robbins know what was up. That one, I was more than fine with. Because Robbins ran over Dostal. Like, just ran over him. Luckily, Dostal was okay. But that one, I didn't blame him for. But the Kalorn hit on Zadina, that that one wasn't okay. There was a delayed penalty on an empty net, and it was it was it was a late hit. It was because the whistle had already been blown. Uh, puck went off the post, no goal. Whistle blew, even though the puck was kind of right there. It, like, the puck was kind of there. But it was a two-goal game. As soon as the Sharks player would have touched up, play would have been blown dead because there was a delayed penalty. Because there was a delayed penalty, it's like, okay, whatever. There was really no reason for that hit at that time. Now, these two teams do face off again soon. Um... I got to tell you, looking at multiple angles of that one, I did not like that second angle of the Kalorn hit. Um, You know, Zadina was a little bit vulnerable, but I'm going to say it again. It was late. And Zadina's face went right into the glass. He went into the tunnel. That's where I draw the line. I'm I'm okay with those kind of hits if you're protecting one of your own players, especially if you're protecting your goalie. Like there's, there's a time and place for it. The goodest hit that was time and place. The Kalorn hit it's garbage time. That was not the time and place. And I do not blame the sharks one bit for reacting the way they did. So I know JD will probably watch this because it was a ducks sharks game, but I have I have to be honest. I have to, I have to be frank with you, the Ducks fans. And if it's one thing that I've always tried to promise myself, I promise myself that as long as I did this podcast, I wouldn't lie to y'all. I wouldn't lie to any of the fans. It wasn't like it wasn't a complete garbage hit, but it was not a good hit. Like I I'm not going to go so far as say it was completely garbage, 
but you know, okay, it it it, it was it was ah, it's hard. This is hard for me to say. It was kind of garbage. It, it, it kind of was. It's hard to defend that hit. I didn't like it. That is not the way to end a game. So, JD, um, other JD, if you happen to be watching this, um, I'm not going to condone that hit, nor am I going to say that that was good toughness because that particular play I do not think was good toughness. So, you know, in case there's Sharks fans that are also watching this, um, I'm not going to defend it. I'm not. Otherwise, it was a good game for the Ducks. And otherwise from that, they did show some toughness that we haven't seen in a long time. Maybe Gudis can take over that role that has been vacated by Nick Delorier from a couple years ago. Maybe that'll help the Ducks in the long run. Maybe they maybe they still do need, you know, some kind of toughness. I mean, hey, you know what? What better than Pat Verbeek? to be the GM, the little ball of hate. <laughs> yeah. Those those of a certain era remember the little ball of hate. All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. I'm going to look up some little ball of hate um, clips right now because, yeah, fun times. Fun times. Hey, there we go. Pat Verbeek, little ball of hate. I'm definitely going to be watching some clips tonight. Anyway, that'll do it for this podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms. You could follow me on Twitter. Oh, boy. At StimpyJD, right there. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. If you want to drop me a line, you could do so at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And please let me know if you're going to be heading out to the... Ducks game on Sunday in Palm Desert, California, Acrisure Arena. Let me know if you're going out there. Um, I'll be tweeting. I think I'm going to tweet a lot more about it in the coming days. Like, hey, who's coming out there? So, yeah, let me know. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. And, you know, y'all are awesome. And let's, let's kid ourselves a little bit and celebrate the fact that the Ducks have the best record in the NHL preseason, but they have the best record in the NHL preseason. Thank you all so much. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please remember to be safe out there. Be kind to everyone, especially Ducks fans. And Ducks fly together. Quack, quack, everyone. Quack, quack, everyone.